more strength. It's kind of like one of those strength tests called the VIA, VIA Institute. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I redid all the questions. It takes about 20 minutes. And love came out as my top Oh, value. interesting. Mm, but fairness was also there as well in the top five. Okay. Um, all right. So maybe maybe throughout this conversation, we'll get clarity on my number two, uh, because yeah. I feel like this could really drag out. You, on the other hand, what happened since our first conversation? Okay. I also changed my second value. I'm still very firm in my first, which is freedom. Mm-hmm. But my second value... In the last episode, we talked about it being between love and family. Mm -hmm. And by the end of of our last episode, I was quite sure that family was it. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, you know, the next couple days... Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hey, Nicole. Hello, Kate. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. On this beautiful Wednesday morning for you. Oh, yes, it is. It's already Wednesday. Mm. We're in the future. Hump day. Hump day, yeah. Yep, yep. So you're just telling me about your social butterfly weekend. What'd you do? It was a social weekend. Went to the theater on Friday night. And I just love going to see mm-hmm. a, seeing a play. Um, we saw a Shakespeare play, but a musical version of a Shakespeare. So that was a lot of fun. It was called The Lovers. So fun. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, I went to see one of the podcasts that I listened to here in, um, based in Australia, Mamma Mia Out Loud. They did a live tour. So I went to see the three women on stage doing a live version of the podcast. It was a lot of fun. And I went solo with that, That was, which was, you know, interesting. I don't normally go on do you know solo activities yeah especially like ones out I mean I remember a time when I was younger where that was just like so not cool to go do something by yourself but now I love doing stuff by myself I feel like I think I was like oh I should do more of this this is great yeah oh cool so what was the setup like they were just on a stage or like what was the where was the it was was at a Yeah, it was a theatre very close to my old university, um, Sydney Uni. It was a place called Seymour Centre here in Sydney. So it was a a big uh, space. Uh, Gosh, I can't even think how many people would have been in there. At least like, I don't know, two, three hundred? I don't know. Probably even more. I don't even know what the... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was big. That's cool. Yeah, they've got a big following, big audience. All women. It was great. I think there was like three men in the audience. Um, <laughs> it was fun. They did like a dance number. They got the audience involved. It was it was a lot of fun. 
Definitely a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. And oh, sounds like a great weekend. I know. I was just thinking too, because we went out for with friends for dinner as well on Sunday night. So it was like very, very social. I just thought, oh, mm, is this what it's, you know, we don't have kids. So maybe it's easy <laughs> to do more stuff. Yeah. To- well, it sounds very relaxing. And you guys have the freedom away from your business to be able to have weekends like that. That's great. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Omar went off to do a men's yoga class too. I signed him up for something. <laughs> oh, that's right. How did that go? He loved it. He loved it. Yeah. 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 What about you? You went away this weekend. Yes. John and I had a very nice little jaunt over to the west side of the island to a town called Rincon, which is pretty well known in Puerto Rico and beyond. You know, I think a lot of people who come visit Puerto Rico will either go to San Juan or they'll go to Rincon. Mm -hmm. And it's like the surf spot. There's great beaches over there. The waves are really nice. A lot of great restaurants, great food. The food scene has like really come up over over there. Mm. Lots of just, you know, organic juice places and vegan restaurants and they um, they have a lot to offer. So we had some friends actually who decided to move there from the community that we live in. They were doing a housewarming party. So it was kind of a fun excuse to get over there, spend the weekend. And we had a great time. The weather was really bad on Saturday, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which was like our only full day there. Mm-hmm. But we made the most of it. We have brought like tons of games over with us. And there was a, probably eight people who came from the community oh. to go over for the housewarming party. And, and everyone was staying in the same community. So it was kind of a fun little like we hopped each other's houses, played games, Pop some champagne. <laughs> nice. It was fun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. And you took Gus along with you? And Gus came. Oh, no. Yes. He was very happy to come with us. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's now getting more and more used to doing things with us. And so it makes it a little tough when he knows when he goes into John's office that that means that we're leaving. Oh. So... We have to find some new strategies to get him in there because as of late, I've had to literally pick him up and carry him in there. He knows. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we had a good time though. Well, Nicole, today we get to continue our convo on values. A com- like a conversation that I know both of us were very excited about. We, I, I had so much fun on our first conversation. I really did. I don't know. I just got such a kick out of discussing values that I'm so excited oh, yeah. for part two. Yeah. And just listening to Brene's episode, doing this worksheet. I mean, I've been telling everyone about this PDF download. People are probably like, enough, Kate. Enough. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, yes, definitely. I'm posting it in all the WhatsApp groups I'm in. I've told uh, like this ladies mastermind that I'm a part of here. I have a book club that I'm in where like we're discussing a book this week and I've already dropped in there. Everybody has to listen to this and download the PDF. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll see how everyone feels when I show up to that to that meeting. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking so much about it after we got off our first, you know, our first conversation on this. I was just I just kept thinking about it and like, am I really sure? You know, am I sure, sure of what my values are? Mm-hmm. Which I felt the same way. And I think that prompted me to say, okay, if I'm asking myself if I'm sure, I'm probably not. So let's mm-hmm. revisit, mm-hmm. which I did. I think you did too. And we'll get to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, real quick, just a little bit of background. If you tuned into our last episode, which you definitely should before listening to this one, then you know, and just from our little <laughs> blurb on it right now, that we are pretty excited about declaring our values after listening to this Brene Brown podcast episode, where she talks all about values, does the awesome PDF. We'll link up to all of that in today's description as well. Um, essentially, she shares a PDF download and an exercise to help you declare your two values. Two. I know both of us, we've already gone in great length about this in the last episode that we were like, no, we probably have 10 or 15. So what's Brene talking about here to only have two? So hard. But mm-hmm. we did, I, you know, she provided the exercise to help you get there and we got there. So when we finished up our last episode, we were just getting into the two values that Nicole and I were thinking are our two. <laughs> So let's dive back into the convo and revisit. So what were you thinking like after the last episode, the two values that you declared last time, what were those? Okay. Well, so I had come down to definitely my value number one being learning as my number Mm -hmm. one value that I was very clear on. And then the number two value I was really struggling with. That's right. You were going between two, right? Yes. Or was I going between a few more? more? I think I mentioned on the last episode, gosh, it's so recent. Look at, look at my memory. Uh, love, fairness, I threw in beauty. I remember having a bit of a debate with myself and an internal kind of dialogue like, is beauty one of my values? Is that what I care about? Mm, not sure. So really kind of sat with it later on and thought, okay, no. I actually even went back to revisit learning because again I went back to the list and remember there's a hundred words there on this list right Mm -hmm. and the first activity we did was to you know just circle the ones that kind of jump out at you and again I kept you know when I went and did a revisit growth jumped out at me personal fulfillment jumped out at me success jumped out at me so I started to go oh gosh hang on a second am I questioning my you almost went back to the drawing board (laughs) but remember that one of the questions or one of the ideas was that there's one value where the others ladder up under yeah or they all forge from and so even revisiting okay success personal fulfillment growth I do think they're they're rooted in grounded in learning so i'm definitely clear on learning okay yeah i've just gone on a a ramble here it's like you know what i think i'm doing i'm trying to avoid answering what my second value is (laughs) that's actually what i'm doing (laughs) because i don't think i am a thousand percent clear so we'll just okay we start there well (laughs) yeah but okay when you went back and you revisited and you circled some more did you like kind of just scrap the others that you were thinking might be your number two or were you just kind of trying to build off from what you already knew to try and get clarity on what your number two is no, I was trying to build off. I didn't scrap it. I didn't I didn't scrap okay. fairness. I didn't scrap love. Oh no, I did scrap beauty. I did end up scrapping beauty. You did. Okay. You were actually feeling pretty strongly about that last right. time. What does that say about me? I think this is why this whole topic is very interesting to me. Uh, and or it's appealing to me because I feel like there's just something 
in that if you are ultra clear on your values, it's like you finally grew up. <laughs> it's like you've matured. I've matured. I've got it all together. So, so that's where I'm like. Well, and yeah. your number one value is learning, and you're learning so much right now. So you are like living your best life <laughs> in trying to figure out your second value. Okay, <laughs> I love that you reframed it in such a positive light because I've got this. Uh, it's complex now that like I haven't got it figured out because I don't know for sure what that second value is Um, but yeah I think it means you care Mm. okay okay so so are you feeling clearer than last episode yeah a little bit clearer okay yeah it's definitely a toss-up between fairness and love as my second value okay have you thought about one of those like which would ladder up into the other see that's the thing i don't think they do ladder up mm. i went back and did one of those personality tests as well there's this um or stre- it's kind of like one of those strengths tests called the via via institute okay yeah uh-huh and i redid all the questions it takes about 20 minutes and love came out as my top Oh, interesting. Mm, But fairness was also there as well in the top five. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So maybe maybe throughout this conversation we'll get clarity on my number two uh, because I feel like this could really drag out. You, on the other hand, what happened since our first conversation? Okay. I also changed my second value. I'm still very firm in my first, which is freedom. Mm -hmm. But my second value... In the last episode, we talked about it being between love and family. Mm -hmm. And by the end of of our last episode, I was quite sure that family was it. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, you know, the next couple of days, I was kind of thinking about it more. And it just like wasn't really sitting right that that was like a family is incredibly important to me. And it's a huge on my radar in a lot of different ways. But I think... We had talked about, well, you asked me, is this a filter I use to make hard decisions? Mm -hmm. Is family that for me? And I thought that it was, but the more that I thought about it, it's not family that I use as a filter. And actually, let me see. Did I? Okay. I did have this one circled, but I thought that it laddered up into time for me previously. Did we talk about time being related to... To freedom, though? Yes. And that's why this one kind of came out of left field for me, because I thought that it was laddering up to freedom. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my seat here. (laughs) Turns out both love and family ladder up into this for me, and it's commitment. Oh. That's my second value. I thought commitment was time. Then I realize it's not. That's <laughs> a great one. That was Omar's one. Really? When we, when we had our little over the dinner table discussion. Yeah. That's okay. his first one. Commitment. Okay. okay. That's a great one. Okay. And this makes sense. Like, interesting. Family, love, they ladder up under commitment. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. How did you... So, I... Work through the filtration. I think I worked through the filtration because, well, I, I like you, I revisited mm-hmm. because 
family just didn't really sit as like the top of Mm -hmm. that ladder, so to speak. And I was thinking about like when I'm most, I guess like, I don't know if this is the right way to do it. Brene Brown certainly didn't talk about doing this as a part of your exercise, but it really helped me. (laughs) I thought about what like gets me really fired up. And it's when people don't live in their commitments. And I feel like commitment is just such a recurring theme for me in what I do in my day-to-day life. I take commitment so seriously. I really don't like it when people say that they're going to do something and they don't, or they Mm -hmm. change their mind Mm -hmm. and they like, because that affects other people in big ways. And time is like such a huge thing for me. And I feel like commitment and time are very closely connected. Yes. I guess I was thinking about it because I think I had I had like a, a meetup scheduled with someone and this is this happens to me actually quite regularly like you know people just email like minutes before and are just like oh sorry I can't make it or like maybe actually what happened is somebody didn't email me at all they just never showed up. Yeah. And well. like that like really fires me up. I think it's unfair. I don't like it. I don't do it to other people yes. because I don't want other people to do it to me. And I think it just like called to mind for me like how important commitment is as like it's important that mm-hmm. I am living that mm-hmm. and I want the people that I surround myself to be living that too. So and then when I realized that family and love ladder up mm-hmm. to that I thought, okay, there we go. (laughs) I love that. And I just, you're proving my point. So mature, so adult, so clear. (laughs) So well-rounded. I mean, I'm clear now, but it took me a while to get there. (laughs) But I think that's okay. I think that's okay that it took you a while. Reassuring myself more in this. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I do think that because... I do like the idea of, and Brene did talk about this a lot, of like how positive people are about their values. Mm -hmm. Not to say that values can't change as Mm -hmm. you grow and evolve and your life changes and whatever, Mm -hmm. that your values do change. And I think she even said at one point that they should change. Right. Yes. But the whole idea that like being certain of my values right now, like I wanted that and I do feel that Mm -hmm. now that I've been through many, many iterations with myself. No, I love that. I love that. All right. And so when it comes to, we've got some questions that can reaffirm that these are truly your values, um, Mm -hmm. that we're not just saying what they are, because that's what I felt like when I was looking through this list. I'm like, oh, yeah, I I, I believe in that. I believe that. That's That's a good value. Yeah. But what are behaviors that actually support our value. I think getting mm-hmm. getting clear on that. Should we go to the questions? Yes, let's do it. So these questions are a part of Brene's PDF mm-hmm. download. Do you want to start with value number one and we'll go through it for, for each of our first value? I think we'll do that, yes. And I okay. love the title, Taking Values from BS to Behavior. <laughs> I think this is great. All right, so we're going to, I think... We'll start with you with that, and we'll go we'll go with freedom as your that's okay. your okay. So the f- first question is what are one or two behaviors that support your value? So 
The first one that I chose, and this is where I love how the laddering up kind of comes into play because I feel that the way that I support my values and my behaviors have a lot to do with the values that ladder up. Mm -hmm. So one behavior that supports my value of freedom is the way that I protect my time. And I feel like that's something that I've gotten better and better at, but that I haven't really paid attention to at this level until like maybe the last two to three years, maybe. Mm. And like saying no to things, not just like saying yes to everything or answering people right away when they ask me to commit my time. Yes. Um, just really protecting my time in a way that anything that I have on my calendar or that I say yes to, I've really like vetted that thing mm -hmm. and I want to do it and I understand my commitment to it. Yes. <laughs> I see that. We've talked about this and I, I see you living that value. I, you know, we've had conversations where, where whether it's about decision making, um, saying what to say no to, what to say yes to, you, you've always come across as someone who's very clear on, on that. Thank you. Yes. I love that about you. Okay. What about you? What's a behavior that supports your value of learning? I have a few. Definitely, I ask for a lot of feedback. Mm, mm -hmm. And I think I ask for feedback because I'm striving to be better, to improve. That's where like, I, it was confusing. Is it growth versus learning? But I do feel that I, I think if I look back at the last maybe 10 years of my life in particular, I have tried and applied myself to new skills, to learning new things because I enjoy it. You know, if I go back to mm -hmm. the, does this define me? Is this who I am at my best? Then, yeah, I feel like looking back, I've, you know, stepped into trying to do new things and learn new things. And when I'm doing those things, I do feel I'm at my best because I'm in that mode of, of learning. And so, yeah, that, that's when it feels like it feels really good. I can definitely see that about you. I know this to be true of you because you are always very open to feedback. You're always asking, like, wh how do you think that was? What If you have anything you th that you think I could change or improve, mm. you're always so open to that feedback. And I think that's such an important trait or quality to have in that, like, learning space. If you're not able to take constructive criticism, then you're either... In, in my opinion, overly confident or not willing to learn. You're not willing to admit mm -hmm. that you don't know it all. And I feel like you really are in a way that helps you learn and grow. Yeah, I, I thank you. And it's good to recognize, I love the second question. I don't know if we'll go on to it because it's not like I'm like this all the time. There are definitely slippery behaviors that demonstrate that, oh, I'm not living in my value. Mm -hmm. And so when those happen, then I feel like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm kind of... You're slipping. I'm slipping. <laughs> I'm slipping. <laughs> Two slippery values. Yeah. Two slippery behaviors. Yeah. So what are um, a couple of those slippery behaviors for you? Because that's, a, as you said, that's a second question. What are one or two slippery behaviors that are outside of your value? I have caught myself many a times wanting to prove that I know it all in those moments mm. where you feel like, oh, I want to be the know-it-all in this situation or 
showing off in some ways and that could be like a bit of an insecurity for showing off no 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 i you know maybe it's name dropping or whatever loosely referring to something to you know i know about that topic i i can mention a few things here and there a few little loose facts and trivia and then it's like mm. and i catch myself saying oh hang on a second Maybe maybe I haven't got such a you know a well formed opinion around that, so I maybe need to keep quiet and you know go back to like being a listener in that moment versus trying to prove that I know it all. Oh, I have not experienced this with you ever. I don't think. No, I, I feel like I've I've caught myself a few times. <laughs> in that but you know, I will say. I will respect your slippery behavior, your your self-proclaimed slippery behavior. (laughs) But I also think that in a lot of ways, that's how you learn is by having those conversations and then being able to admit that you don't know it all or that you could be wrong. Because a lot of the times the conversation will never start if you don't do that, right? Mm. Or the conversation will never continue, I guess. But I hear Mm. you. That's why I love this question and Mm. her asking about slippery behaviors because the awareness of them gives us the opportunity to improve them and kind of stop them before they happen, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. What about you? So one of my slippery behaviors is second-guessing my decisions. That is Mm. when I feel I am not, that I'm living outside of my value of freedom when I'm second-guessing myself. Because mm. I think, well, let me see. I was thinking that, I was kind of thinking of confidence. Well, I did not circle confidence as one of my values when I was going through the sheet. It is something that I think is important mm-hmm. and that I've, that I've worked on for the last several years is trying to, you know, gain more confidence, specifically in the decision-making realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and... I I find that I second guess myself a lot. And when I'm second guessing myself, I'm like caught in my head, right? I'm not like living in the moment. I'm not present. I'm not looking forward. I tend to look back and get stuck in a cycle Mm -hmm. of like, should I have chosen something different? What would have happened if I did this? And I just don't think that that type of thinking or mindset is beneficial to Mm. my goal of living more in the present and free. And free. I can relate to that, though. I can, when you're saying all of those things about second guessing, doubting, going back, Mm -hmm. being in your head. I think yeah. I think a lot of yeah that's definitely relatable but it's yeah it's good to recognize that right when you're in that that's why being so clear on your values is really is really awesome because yeah. you can pull yourself out of there and and catch yourself and yeah say like wait a second I'm not living in my value right now so mm-hmm. got to switch this up switch this <laughs> up enough get out of my head keep going keep moving forward wow okay yeah definitely Okay, so the third question that she asks is, what's an example of a time when you were fully living into this value? What was your answer to that? Well, I was reflecting on the on the last 10 years. And I and to me, it's like I, I am in this very reflective mode right now, because it's this 10 year 
we've come up on 10 years of, um, you know, being with Omar, leaving teaching, starting, you know, businesses, going full-time entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, So I feel like this, that's, uh, and I think this is why I'm kind of in this mode of reflection and, and, and looking for this kind of clarity on, on values and, and all of that. And so I think about, okay, the last 10 years, um, you know, when I left teaching, I went to film school and, and I always say this about myself that when I'm in that kind of classroom setting, when I'm in that learning setting, whether it's, I used to love being in, when I studied languages, I was just really feeling just that enjoyment and fulfillment of being in that student role. Mm -hmm. And I felt that at film school, uh, really just, this was all new to me and I was just soaking it all up and it was all exciting. And, um, I, I think also, you know, when I was very committed to obviously not my commitment since I left dance (laughs) as one of my, (laughs) one of the things that I dedicated so much time to flamenco dance, but again, constantly just striving to to get better and improve um and mm-hmm. enjoying that process as fr- as frustrating as you know being a learner can be because you realize how much you don't know there is that frustration to it and i think just um yeah. finally just you know the whole entrepreneurship journey building businesses building software podcasting all these things were completely foreign and new to me mm-hmm. but i feel like this has been very much the way I've lived the last 10 years. So yeah. that's why it was very easy to, to come down to like, okay, learning is definitely something that I'm living day in, day out. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations on all of those amazing like 10 year milestone anniversaries. That's so incredible. Mm, thank you. Yeah. It's a, like, I, I resonate with that so much. One, because... I feel on that journey with you as well. You know, John and I have just celebrated 10 as well. And so that, I mean, I think that's why, you know, we, when we connected, it was just like this instant, like, oh my gosh, we are on the same path. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what resonates so much with me about what you're saying is that you are living this value. And when I got to this question, I thought like, how do I just choose like one thing to say? Because I feel like I live this value all the time. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that's why it's so obvious to both of us that that is a number one value for us because we do live it day Mm -hmm. in and day out. And we have been living it for a long time. That's kind of what I immediately thought of when I saw this question. And then I thought, okay, I like, I'm going to answer it because she asked for an example of (laughs) a time. (laughs) And I got to thinking about the 90 day European trip that John and I took in 2019. Yes. Yep. And I feel like that experience of, It was almost like everything that we had practiced and everything that we had done in order to like allow this freedom in our lives was expressed through Mm -hmm. that trip. The amount of time that we were gone, the fact that we just took backpacks, the fact that we ran our business like on the road in unpredictable conditions. Um, you know, that for those 90 days, we were moving every four days 
So wow. it was never like a, you know, settle in and we've got our Wi-Fi set up and like everything's very predictable. Like everything was actually very unpredictable. But I think that that was just the right amount of challenge mm-hmm. for us to really like live out what we said we wanted and to realize that it really was what we wanted or is what we want. So I think that that booking that trip, living out that trip, successfully like experiencing that trip and just like going all out was like a time that really stands out for me. You know what I keep thinking too, that you focus a lot on systems and you've, you know, that's one of your quote unquote topics of expertise and And it's almost like if I think about the word systems and freedom, they almost seem like they're contradictory, but it's the systems that actually have allowed you to have that freedom. And you were able to do that incredible 90 day trip because of all the systems you had in place and all the preparation that you, you know, you had um, done up to that point. Yeah. Which I think is brilliant. It's actually, uh, thank you for saying that because it's something that I've started focusing on more and more because the number one like roadblock that I've started to hear from people when I give my presentation on systems, which my presentation has always been like creating systems to create freedom. That's kind of like the name of my presentation that I've given a lot. And people have a really hard time making sense of Mm -hmm. how something that's so rigid and so structured could create the openness and the creativity and the spontaneity and all of that. And so I've actually started working into the conversation. Look, I get it. There's probably a lot of creative people Mm -hmm. out there right now that are thinking, I don't want to do this because I don't want the planned, the calendars, the timing, the da-da-da-da-da. But that's what's that is what allows the freedom. That's what creates the space for the spontaneity, mm-hmm. for the creativity, for all of that. So, right on, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kate, so you were very, very clear after this conversation on revisiting the values on what number two is. So maybe you can help me figuring out what my number two is. Yes. I want your number two to come through and I want you to be so excited about it. Okay. So tell me again, the ones that are in your number two wheelhouse. It's fairness and love. Fairness wasn't one that leaped out at me um, when I went through the list. It came through the conversation that I had with Omar Mm. and he kind of reminded me that actually this is something that I mention a lot. I refer to a lot. Which is interesting because that kind of sounds like a little bit how I came to commitment. Because I was reminded of how often this pops into my mind on like a day-to-day basis of like how important my commitments Mm -hmm. are, how I, I mean, if I'm being honest, judge other people by the way Mm -hmm. that they keep their commitments or not like judge them, but I notice Mm -hmm. how people treat their commitments. That is something that is, I see it right away. Mm -hmm. And I could see fairness as something that you have top of mind a lot because I can think of conversations that we've had where you bring that up and that that is really important to you. So if that is 
how you kind of came to thinking about fairness. Talk about love. Well, love is a feeling that I, is that filter. I think it's the, when I think about my actions, um, whether it's the time that I'll spend or a decision on what am I going to do first or I think about like the people in my life and doing things for them and putting them first like and the things that you love right would mm. you say that that's a filter for you that when you're making decisions you're making decisions based on based on the people that you love based on the things that you love mm. the way that you love spending your time the people that having the people around you who you love right yeah yes yes okay and then <laughs> wait let's go back to fairness how would you describe fairness for you when I think about decisions, um, and I'm thinking also in business or um, in any kind of situational, I think when we talked about, when we had our episode on social etiquette, I'm always thinking about the way other people would see the situation. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes leaves me in a little bit of like second guessing, like, well, this is what I would do in this situation, but the other person would probably do this or see it this way. And then I try and come to come to a conclusion of like, what's fair, what's right based on what everybody uh, thinks and everybody's perceiving the situation, uh-huh. which is really hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> see, to me, totally objectively just hearing you describe those two things, I would think that fairness ladders up to love for you then because you're using that filter of fairness to make a decision in a way that the people that you love or the things that you love are having equal experiences or Mm -hmm. are experiencing a fairness And to me, that about you is you, like, expressing love. You're Mm -hmm. expressing love in the way that you care whether or not everyone is receiving a fair deal, whatever that (laughs) that thing is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, like, real quick what I would think or how I would, like, Hmm. look at those two. Maybe it'll just be okay if I have three values then. (laughs) I think that you can have three values. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't force a ladder up if it's not there. Well, maybe I just need more reflection on this. They're both very important to me. They're both very, very important to me. Um, What do you think about when you do the values clarification questions? Does this define me? Is this who I am at my best? And is this a filter I use to make hard decisions? When you answer those questions for love and for fairness. I usually think of fairness when I'm, it's hard when it, when a decision is difficult. Yeah. It's almost like I'm looking for what's the right thing to do, but that right thing is always like, what's the fair thing to do? Mm. I think we might have to put a pin in it here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we've given you a little more to think about as you go on with those two. No, maybe you're right. Maybe love does ladder up to fairness. 
No, you said the other way around. <laughs> Fan is I said the other way around, but <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking love could water up to fairness because if fairness is really kind of like the lead for you that you think about like the filter that you use to make hard decisions, it could be that in your desire for fairness to prevail, that that is how you show love, which mm-hmm. I guess I did actually say that before when I was saying that maybe fairness ladders up to love, but maybe love ladders up to fairness because that's how you show love. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let, let, I, I'm definitely very clear on the first value and yes. quite passionate about the, you know, the, the two, uh, love and fairness. And we'll, you know, maybe I'll have a bit more clarity later on. Yeah, maybe we'll have a, a intro to one of our episodes. We'll, we'll be an aha from Nicole on her second value or just realizing that you have three. Right. Sorry, maybe. Brene. Sorry, Brene. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but thank you so much for the episode and exercise. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, this is a great one. I think this is one of those that, you know, merits revisiting personally in our lives. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to always come back to it to make sure that. Definitely. Yeah. Ooh, well, this was so awesome, Nicole. Thank you for revisiting with me. I loved our part two on values. <laughs> I loved it too. And I love how clear you are. Me too. I'm committed to my freedom. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, this is fun. (laughs) Well, friends, as we close out today's chat on values, this is our part two. So definitely make sure you listen to that first one as well. We hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.